everyone and welcome to the Hardcore Podcast. I'm your host Romy Adair and in this podcast we get into the nitty gritty parts and experiences that are often had during the journey to become a professional dancer. Chatting to dancers in training and professional from all around the world creating one safe space that can be shared by many. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode I'm doing a bit more of a chatty Q&A style video um, and just kind of catching up with you guys on a one-on-one level. Got some thoughts, got some feelings, you've got ears. Um, So yeah, let's get straight on into it. So I kind of want to start off talking, I guess like updating everyone on, I guess my life, not that it's like super important, but it will obviously affect the podcast. Um, I guess it will affect a lot of things. Um, So I have my first job um, in Copenhagen. Um, I'm dancing with Tivoli Ballet Theatre for their Snow Queen production um it's a you know it's a short-term contract but it's my first like paid professional contract since leaving school which is a massive thing um and it's been incredibly difficult and I'm not going to pretend that it was easy and that it flowed into place and all this stuff because it wasn't um and there's a lot of things that kind of went into it they, oh my god, there's literally just so much and I could talk about so many things, but I'm kind of just going to talk about, first of all, um, just like, oh, I just want to say, I, like give everyone who's moved country um, for ballet a hug because you guys are amazing, honestly. Un- until you have to move country for whether it be training or a job, um, you have no idea, (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, Um, you have no idea, it's not like being on holiday, Um, I mean it might feel a bit like it at first, but there's so many things, particularly as maybe someone who's come from, you know, Europe, come from the UK, America or Australia and moving to a country in Europe or, you know, God, anywhere, could be maybe from moving from Europe to the UK. I don't know. I'd be intrigued to see how, like, it works the other way around in terms of how people find it. But there's so many challenges that it, I don't know, you don't really think about. I mean, it's not, hasn't been, I haven't found it incredibly difficult, but it has been kind of strange to adjust to, if that makes sense. Um I think the language barrier is a big one and I'm trying to learn Danish. I need to. I'm going to do some more learning today. Um, but learning, like, the language, the culture, things that, you know, are common or not common compared to where you're from. I mean, this is literally the tiny, tiniest thing that doesn't even really matter. But I can't get ground flax seeds over here and I want to put it in my porridge and then all the flax seeds that they have are really big bags and they're not ground up. Um, but that's literally such a, that's such a minute issue. So that's it. But that's just something funny. Like I find the suit, I love supermarkets. So I find it interesting seeing like what they have over here versus what they have back home and things like that. 
I don't know, I just find it really interesting. But I don't know, like I'm still waking up. I've been here nearly five days and I, every time I go outside, like I still think, oh my God, like I can't believe I'm living here. Even if it's not going to be, you know, long term, even though I would absolutely love it to be. Um, like I think I genuinely want to live here forever. However, obviously what happens will happen. If it's meant to be, it will be. And I'm just trusting the process um, and the experience of it. It's kind of scary going into, I guess, like how I feel going into a company professional environment. It's really scary. Um, I'm not even going to lie. I mean, I'm excited. I've been doing class um, the last few days and I'm so happy to be dancing again in a studio with other dancers and being able to push myself. And, you know, when something, you know, that feeling of when something doesn't go right but you can do it again because you know people just keep going and there's you know groups from the corner and you just keep going until like the teacher has to tell you to stop like I love that feeling um and back home in my old studio where I was like doing class once a week that wasn't the case um but you know that's fine but at the same time like I did really miss that drive that everyone had to kind of like want more from themselves um so it's really nice to be in an environment where everyone's kind of pushing themselves um and just be in a more professional environment like you know you can watch other dancers and see how they do things and pick up things at the way they do things and apply it to yourself like I love that um I was thinking about because we start rehearsals on Monday for this and it's like even last week I noticed I was like oh my god I'm a little bit slow picking up these exercises and, you know, picking up exercises hasn't always been my forte, but I did get to a point in my training where I felt pretty confident, you know, putting myself in the first group and knowing what I was doing and stuff like that. Um, but doing Petit Allegro again properly, is like, I was such like, oh, my God, like, I can't do it. Like, it was so weird. Um, so it's really kind of scary going back into that because, like, I haven't come from what would you say, like, being in peak condition, if that makes sense, um, physically or, like, technically. So it's kind of strange adjusting to that. But, like I've, you know, said, um, it's really important to trust the process and trust the journey because this is the thing, like, and I think I, po- I posted something on Instagram about this. It's so, like, I find so much joy and there's so much excitement in knowing that, the place I'm in now isn't going to be the same place I'm going to be in in a week's time or two weeks time like I'm only going to get better like I'm only going to get stronger the more I do class the more I rehearse the more I do my strength and conditioning and going my body hasn't been used to the environment so I know it will eventually adjust and get where it needs to be so there's so much like kind of beauty almost in knowing that that will happen um I'm being quite optimistic in thinking that will happen because I think it will um and you know the more you do something the better at it you get if you're doing it correctly obviously um so I know the more that I jump the better my jumping will get things like that the more I pick up exercises you know I'm now doing class on a daily basis and rehearsing it's going to get easier. It's only going to get easier from here. It's not going to get more difficult. I mean, my body might be more painful, but that's fine. But like, I don't know. I'm just so excited to get back into the process of 
learning choreography and practicing it and performing and being on stage like I can't wait but at the same time it's scary because I feel like this could be it could be over so soon in the sense of you know it's only a short contract so I do have to be on my toes and keep looking and I guess this kind of goes on to the fact that um like I'm very lucky that I got a visa and work permit to work over here because you know Denmark's in Europe um I honestly think it's going to be quite difficult getting work elsewhere in Europe um so that's like a little bit scary and I'm not going to deny and there is so many kind of things like I've still got to sort out my work permit like it's ready but you know I'm sending Airbnb but I got to give them my address but it's not a permanent address for them to send it like there's so many like faffy things um to do with it and it wasn't an easy process getting my visa um I'm very grateful that the company paid for it um that's the other thing let's be more transparent like how are we getting these visas like I'm telling you now I don't know if I would have been able to afford the visa if I had to pay for it myself. Just being honest. Just being honest. Um, so if I was in a company that wasn't prepared to pay for my visa, um, don't think it would have happened. Um, there's so many financial things that if this had happened straight after school, I would have struggled a lot more to be able to make it happen if that makes sense um and you know I wish that we could be more transparent about about the financial side of you know funding our training and the transition into jobs because I don't know like I could break it down for you kind of pretty quickly um if I hadn't been working this whole time through lockdown which I hadn't been working when I was in my graduate year of school um, I would have not been able to pay for the, you know, the first two months of my, Air, like the first, like the way the Airbnb works, I booked it for a certain amount of time and I have, I have like three payments and the first payment was a little bit expensive. I'm not even going to beat around the bush. Like it was very expensive. Um, you know, it's more than one month's rent in London. Like it's a very, it's not cheap kind of living in this city um and the rent prices and especially in airbnb which was kind of the best choice for me and i wanted to make sure i had my own place um which again is a luxury in itself i wouldn't have been able to afford that um if i'd come straight from school i would have had to you know lodge with someone or live further out um i may not have been out like i don't know how it would have worked it would have been a struggle to get you know i had to the at the point that I booked tickets, they were all over a hundred pounds. Um, and then obviously there's baggage on top of it. Um, God, there's so many things I had to, when I was in London, getting my like biometrics done for my work permit, there was a fee I had to pay or two fees I had to pay on the spot. One was like 150, one was like 25. When I was graduating school, I didn't have that sort of money in my bank account chilling. Um, and that's it's really difficult because I don't know if this would have been out to happen essentially and this is where <laughs> it's really hard but having money and having these funds 
it makes it so much easier, the process, and less stressful. Like, I don't get paid my first way, like, my first payment of working in this company till, like, end of, towards the end of November, um, because technically my contract starts on the 1st, but obviously I'm going to, I've been here for, you know, nearly a week on my own, and that means, you know, having to buy groceries, having to buy, um, bits and bobs for the flat, having to buy, like, this and that, that would have been a lot more difficult. Um, I'm not saying my parents wouldn't have supported me because they would have, but there's so many, it would have been more difficult and I hate having to ask for money. Um, so like I literally just so grateful that I've been working and I've been in a situation where I've been able to save for this. Um, and this is what, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Um, but there's just so many costs, like hidden costs of one, moving country, but two, just sorting out things like visas and work permits and flights and flat deposits and things like that, that you don't really think about when you're like sending off the application. You're like, oh yeah, I just want to get the job. Yeah. And I want you to get the job too. But like, there's so many inside things that I guess you need to think about and I'm sure like most people will probably do think about them but even like until it happens you don't realize I'm just like shit like I've spent a lot of money on this like geez um and it's scary because there's a lot of dancers who aren't in the position where they can like afford afford it essentially um and it's really it is really difficult so I guess the point of that is really try if you can get work um while you're at school um and if you're like especially if like that's something like you need that financial um what would you call it independence um or you just know that it will be it'll be difficult then I'd say I don't know if you can try and get work it's so difficult though like I don't even know what advice I just think it's important to be transparent about how that worked because god like i yeah i don't understand how you know some people do it honestly um but yeah it's kind of difficult um of course then there's so many things like at a cost of you know dance wear and things like that but i'm thank god the we get point shoes um that we get our point shoes kind of included um, cause I know not a lot of companies do that. So you will have to, I remember when I thought I was moving to Bulgaria, I bought 10 pairs of point shoes to take with me and they arrived. Um, but obviously I didn't end up going, but that in itself, you know, having to fork out a good few, you know, good hun- few hundreds of pounds, it's a lot. And it's also a lot if I wasn't, didn't have that money myself, like it's a lot to ask for my parents in one go who's, you know, you know, got also supporting my younger sister who's in training. Like, there's so many things that I feel like we, I don't know, maybe we do think about them. I feel like I definitely didn't think about them, especially in third year. Like, I didn't even think, oh, God, I might have to buy a bulk of point shoes just before I leave or, um, God, I might have to put down a deposit for a flat or, like, do this or do that. Like, there's so many things that I just didn't think about and now being in this position like I'm literally like shit there's a lot of things that thank god that I was you know financially prepared for 
but I hope that this can kind of give some insight and obviously I'm intrigued to know I guess like other dancers situations moving country particularly the like the financial side of moving because it's kind of I it's kind of difficult to navigate um and not many people do talk about that when like embarking on their first job or moving for training so we're now going to go into some questions because I got a few questions so I'm just going to go through them um the first one is how to deal with homesickness homesickness I've never struggled with it before but it hit me hard um I think that's quite a natural response to moving away from home it's not an easy move especially if you're moving country um there's a lot of new adjustments to make and Honestly, I think it's your natural response as like a human because you're leaving your loved ones. Um, I mean, I don't feel like I ever experienced homesickness per se. I wouldn't say I'm experiencing it now um, either. But I think the best way to deal with it and I say like tackle it and manage whatever, however you're feeling is to kind of write down. Maybe, yeah, journal how you're feeling if you can talk to your family but also talk to your friends make sure you're not just sat in your flat or wherever you are like on your own for too long get out explore if you're in a new city a new country just be out and surround yourself with what's outside because I think if we're on our own and inside and not really doing things and being like actively using our brains it's very easy to overthink how we feel um and I guess like ponder on it for too long so I think the best way to tackle it is to make sure you're actively like using your brain in some sense um but also doing things that feel familiar to you like almost like that ground you so for me I've really enjoyed going to the gym and doing like exactly what I do back at home it makes me it's like a sense of grounding in such a new situation where there's so many new things going on it's nice to have this thing that's like oh this is what I'm used to like this is just because it can be overwhelming when every single thing around you is new and I think moving you know let alone moving to a school Um, that's in the same country as you and you know you can still go down you see Tesco's and it reminds you of home or like it reminds you of when you went on your shopping mum but it's so much more weird when you move to another country and every single thing is new and occasionally you'll see something or you get something it will remind you of home but there's so much more to adjust to if it's a new country so I'd also say be patient because it is going to be if it's your first time moving away from home, it's maybe a bit more difficult. And if you're younger, you know, there's so many things, um, you know, so many factors that will affect how you feel. But I'd say, I guess my top tips for that is making sure you have something that grounds you, but also just make sure you're doing things um, and you're with people who make you feel good Um And yeah, that's what I'd say for homesickness. The next question is staying calm during audition season. Um, Gosh, it's really, it's not easy. I think there's a lot of stress when it comes to auditioning because 
whether that be for schools or companies, because there's so much that kind of, there's so much at stake. Um, however, try not to think about it like that. The way that I have, like when I, particularly when I auditioned for this company, it was my first, you know, I think I'd been doing class at Pineapple like a few days before, then I had like two days off and then we flew and we did, you know, I did class here. The way I thought about it was, I'm just going to have a good time. Um, you know, it's not often that I'm going to be dancing in a studio this big um, with other dancers who also want to do this. You know, I'm just going to have a good time. I'm going to show them why I love doing this and why I want to be here and just enjoy, really try and enjoy it. And I know that's so difficult and everyone says it, but you need to, you do need to enjoy it. You need to believe in yourself you need to be confident that you are capable of doing it because if you're not confident in that you're able to do it then you're going to get there and you're going to look like you're not confident in yourself and having that self-belief honestly is one of the like the biggest things um because you can see it on a dancer you can see whether they trust their self or they don't um so it is really important that you believe in yourself and that you trust that you're capable of doing it and just have a good time just enjoy it try not to overthink it if it hasn't happened yet try not to put much energy into it that's really something I've been focusing on is not overthinking what could happen and just staying in the moment of what's happening now what how can I make you know tomorrow a better day how can I get more out of it you know every day is a day full of endless opportunities um and you just have to be open to everything um don't overthink it don't stress as it if it hasn't happened yet just go into it with a calm mind if you can um do things that ground you i find journaling helpful um and just make sure you're still relaxing and you're you know your cortisol levels aren't too high. You don't want to stress, don't stress yourself out too much. It's it's not the end of the world, I promise. The next question is tips for losing motivation and feeling bad about yourself while dancing. Um, God, that's a really difficult one. Um, you have to be patient with yourself and try and find some comfort in the way that you're feeling if that makes sense um if you're feeling a little bit less motivated I think that's well not that I think I usually take that as a sign that I need to maybe slow down a bit um especially if that's come from a season of I say a season but like a moment of time where I've been doing a lot and feeling quite burnt out um also just knowing that it is a normal feeling like we all go through oh my god this bell okay the bell has gone um so you know if you're not feeling that motivation that's okay right you can't expect yourself to be go 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 24 7 because that isn't that's not how we work as humans like we do need moments of going of like you know of our motivation it's it's not linear essentially um but I think, like, for me, how I try and tackle that is have some sense of um, discipline that, 
when I'm not feeling motivated, I have a routine that I stick to because, you know, I know that at the end of the day, I will feel better for it. Um, But at the same time, you can't beat yourself up over it. If you need a day off, if you need a day of doing nothing, don't beat yourself up, okay? Like, it's it's honestly like it's okay. It's not going to be the end of the world. Um, Your body needs rest. Your brain needs rest. And trying to find acceptances that in that is very important. Feeling bad about yourself when dancing isn't an easy one. Um, Mentally, it's really difficult, especially, you know, you're putting yourself out there every time you're dancing. You know, every time you do class, you're putting yourself out there. Um, I say for judgment, but like, essentially you are, you know, you're putting yourself out there, you're doing the best that you can, you can, and sometimes that doesn't ever feel like it's good enough. And I think that's one of the difficult things of ballet and dance and anything, any art form that you have such a passion for, you know, you you put so much into it and when it feels like that either isn't appreciated or you're just not happy in yourself with how your work is turning out it can be difficult let alone the fact that we're in mirror you know we're dancing in front of mirrors in a leotard and tights for so long um and there's always more that's the thing as well like there's always more that we're striving for there's always more we could do there's always more we could more turns we could do that we can go high with our legs we can be you know I don't know we can be smaller we can be lighter we can jump higher we can I don't know it's so difficult because there's always more and I think that's what's so I say scary um it can be exciting but it can also be scary um I think what's helped for me is just being patient with the process if you're not happy like I don't think any dancer is ever going to feel completely happy with how they dance because like I said there's always more we can do there's always going to be someone who's better than us and it's you have to accept that right you have to accept that your journey is unique and that where you are now you know there's always room for improvement and you will improve like that's the thing like the more you keep dancing and, you know, if you've got a good support system around you and you're in a studio that you enjoy being in and you enjoy going to class every day and you're, you know, happy and healthy, you will get better, right? It's when you're in a destructive environment and you're not happy or not healthy um, and it maybe is a bit more of a toxic environment, it's going to be more difficult to improve because you're not feeling comfortable working yourself, you know, I don't know I feel like it's just harder to get better when you're not in a good environment um obviously you know maybe some people disagree that's fine um that's just how I personally feel um you want to be supported you want a teacher that's helping you um obviously I think you can have both in the sense you can have a teacher that's kind of toxic but like they may give great corrections or they were a good teacher but they're like also kind of dodgy I don't know I'm just talking from experience here um like although the school that I went to was like any ballet school quite toxic um and you know some things not great things happen there in fact some really bad things happen there it doesn't invalidate the fact that I had great teaching and I improved 
a lot as a dancer. So, yeah, um, finding acceptance in your journey and where you are now, but knowing that you can move every day, like I've said, is a new day full of opportunities. You can go and achieve more than you did the day before. You know, there's so much you can get and you have to, you know, just accept the process, accept that you're part of the process and that's okay. Okay, so I'm going to talk a bit about how um, staying motivated when not in full-time training. I've kind of talked about losing tips for losing motivation, so that's kind of similar. I'd say if you're someone who's like graduated and you haven't gone into work, because let's face it, like it's a lot of us have had a point where we haven't been in full-time training. Um, and it's really, it's really difficult I'm not even going to lie, I'm not going to pretend it was easy because it wasn't. Um, And especially the last few months before moving here, I was finding it very difficult because um, I decided to start working like 35 hours a week on top of teaching, going to the gym, trying to stay in shape, trying to do class every day in my room. Like it was really difficult mentally because I was just feeling so... Every day I was like, oh my God, here we go again. Um, And I was feeling so burnt out. And I was like, oh my God, if this, you know, moving to Copenhagen falls through, like I'm going to have a breakdown because I've reached a breaking point where I don't feel like what I was doing wasn't sustainable. But I, when I accepted to do all this overtime, I was like, oh, like, it'll be fine. I'll be leaving soon. It will only be for two weeks. But then I was like, oh shit, my work permit hasn't come through. Like I'm going to be here forever. And I was just having a midlife crisis, really. Um, But staying motivated, I think you need to find things what work for you. I did a post on this um, on, like, my Instagram. So I'm going to kind of talk through how, like, if I'm breaking that down in terms of, you know, thoughts and stuff. Um... So the first thing I'd say is really finding out works what works for you. Are you someone who thrives off routine or do you like to be more relaxed? If you're not sure, I'd say try both. I personally prefer routine. Um, however, everyone's different. And I think depending, I think now that more things are open, because routine really worked for me, especially in the like thick of lockdown where everything was closed because you literally had nothing else to do except, you know, follow your routine. Now it's a bit more difficult, social events crop up, things crop up, things happen and things are open and sometimes you just, I don't know, want to go to a cafe and sit and, you know, chill, relax. Um, So yeah, just find out what works for you in that sense. Um, The next thing I'd say is set yourself goals. I don't think I necessarily actually set myself goals except kind of my goals were to kind of really just get to the end of the week um towards the end of me training at home um it literally was just to get through the end of the week when I was in the thick of lockdown it was like okay I want to do a ballet class on these days of the week um I want to make sure I do point on these days of the week um and I want to maybe do a little bit of jumping today or it was more things like that um rather than like I guess that other goals So that's, but that's what worked for me and I didn't want to, I guess, expect too much of myself, if that makes sense. Um, So yeah, that's what I did. Um, 
write down, sit and write down your weaknesses or have a mental note. I had a mental note, but obviously I think we all will know what our weaknesses are anyway. Um, so I was aware to keep, you know, continue to work on them. Um, and then, you know, I think I say this further on, where is it? Something about like filming yourself. Um, I really found that filming myself during when I was doing bar at home really helped for me. And, you know, then I could sit and watch it and then I practice it again. Like it just, I found that helpful for me. Um, obviously don't be too hard on yourself. Um, the next thing is continue being immersed in the culture, um, of ballet or whatever your passion is or whatever you continue to do. Um, I found, well, at the beginning, not going to lie, I had to separate myself from it because there was a point where I got really sad um, I thought I was never going to be in this environment again um, and it was really scary like I literally think I did a ballet class once this was like in quite early lockdown and it was too it was like a playlist on Apple Music and it was like um, bits from Swan Lake and Giselle like for classwork and I was like oh my god like I literally was like crying I was like oh my god I can't do this um, so for a while I actually I couldn't do that so it again whatever works for you um but I found you know there's been certain people that I've really looked up to during this time and just making sure to kind of you know I've enjoyed seeing some things I'm looking for I'm going to see Romeo and Juliet on Tuesday which I'm so excited for um but try and keep some connection I've also found teaching was really helpful like I honestly don't know two things if I hadn't done this podcast and if I haven't been hadn't been teaching I don't know what I'd be doing and I'm going to be honest like I honestly don't know if I would still be pursuing it because there's been a lot of inspiration and drive and just generally has helped me has really helped me keep going um so thank you that's all I can say like thank you um the next thing is cross training now I think before lockdown was the first time I got into the gym in January and obviously we went to lockdown in March. So that's the first time I really started strength training. Um, and that's something I kind of, did I continue it during lockdown? I did more like at home workouts, but I tried to do more like, you know, strength ones, upper body, lower body, like making sure I was still, you know, working, um, and then when the gym's open, I was able to start like lifting weights again. And I've honestly never felt stronger um, in myself. So that's something I've really enjoyed doing. I also took up yoga during lockdown and I've tried to start getting back into that. Um, so kind of I've also started running during lockdown and I've kind of obviously t- brought that down a bit. Um, but I'm trying to like run at least once a week just to help with like stamina and also it's just such good putting on um what's the song uh people you'll know what I mean the bit new Billie Eilish one um happier than ever oh my god when that beat drops literally feel like I'm like like I'm having the best time um so I love that um next thing is set aside rest days make sure you have a day off guys if you're still training at home you need to find something whether that be like laying in bed all day and just watching youtube or you're going to go get a you know croissant and a coffee 
um, or you're going to a chat or you're going like thrift shopping or you're just doing something that like your mind is able to like go away from whatever you're doing. Um, you need to chill out, go out, have fun, have a few shots with your friends, like have a good time um, and chill. Yeah, that's what I have to say. Um, next thing is keep in contact with people in your community. That's where this podcast has been and teaching as well has been really great. Um, and I kind of touched on it before. You know, it's really helped to have, to meet new people, talk about it, hear people's stories. And that's why hopefully listening to this podcast also is helpful because you're listening to other people's journeys, experiences, things that got them through, their motivations, their, you know, their hardships, like everything. So I really hope that that is helpful as well. Um, so yeah, keep in contact, find, you know, find some sort of contact um, the other thing is find jobs and hobbies kind of maybe outside or they can be related to whatever. Um, so for me, and this is where this really applies to my situation, you have to fund your passion until your passion funds you. So I, God, yeah, I was working at Holland Barrett. I was teaching. I also was doing a bit of reselling. Um, so don't hate on that. But um I had to make money to fund what I wanted to do. So I had the funds to, you know, start my professional career because otherwise it would have been very difficult. Um, I would have had to heavily budget the whole thing and I'm very thankful that I was in a financial position where I could be a bit more relaxed. I could have freedom, slight freedom, (laughs) not full freedom, but slight freedom in where I chose to live, what flight I got. Um, you know, God, little things like that just, it's so important. So if you can, especially while you're not dancing, to save some money, essentially. Um, next thing, just take each day at a time. That's, I remember my mum used to ask me, Romy, what are your plans for next week? Or like, what are you doing today? I was like, mum, I'm just trying to get through today. I'll focus on today, tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, that's, I don't know, I think the whole lockdown and training at home, like I did find it very overwhelming. I look back and I honestly can't believe I got through it and I want to hug myself every day because the hard work is finally, you know, is paying off and it will pay off. That's the thing, like you can't, I was explaining this situation to a friend, but you can't, if you stop now, like you don't know what could happen next month. You don't know what could happen if you just keep working you don't have to be you know just take it one step at a time but you don't know what's going to happen like you don't know what's going to happen in the future you can't predict the future so why unless you're it's not making you happy anymore and you're not enjoying it and there's other things that give you more life and more passion that you want to pursue then pursue that but if it's something you still love so dearly and you want it more than anything else keep doing it don't stop because it's got a slightly more difficult than it was before um if you ever need to you know my dms are always open um and yeah and it isn't easy and you have to obviously realize that and i'm every dancer who went through lockdown which is pretty much everyone um of course it's not easy but we you know we're getting through it and life you know we're starting to see um what would you call it like we're starting to see the, 
you know, the hard work paying off. Like we're starting to see the other side of all this, you know, really tough time for so many people. So try and, you know, find excitement in not knowing what the future holds and just continue to keep working and being consistent with what you're doing um, to get you there. And also you have to just keep applying for jobs. You have to keep putting yourself out there because if you don't, then you can't get upset when nothing happens. Like I was thinking, I was like, oh God, like I need to, like I do need to keep applying for jobs because it will get to January and I can't, it'd be stupid, like it will be my own fault if I'm beating myself up for not having anything lined up because especially if I didn't apply for anything, it's like, well, you didn't even try. So they're like, why would you, you, you're only, you can only get angry at yourself. No one else, this is no one else's problem except your own. So, um, you need to put yourself out there because at the end of the day, like it is all in your own hands. Um, so yeah, that's essentially it. Um, I think that's all the questions I'm going to answer for today because I don't want to make this episode too long. Um, just a little quick Monday chit chat. Thought I'd update you all on my situation, my um, new adventure. I'm excited to kind of see how this goes and I will obviously keep you all in the loop of, you know, what could happen next. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it gave you some comfort. I hope it was helpful. Um, anything, um, you know, if you guys ever need to, you know, want to ask another question, if you've got any ideas of who you want on, I've been having some thoughts. Um, if you want anything talked about in a particular episode, just be sure to send me a message over on the underscore hardcore underscore podcast on Instagram and I will definitely be sure to answer it so I hope you have a lovely Monday and I hope you have a lovely rest of the week um sending you lots of love support and hugs and yeah I'll see you next week bye